Hi, this is Nancy Herald, and welcome to my show, High Road to Humanity. In every episode, I tell you powerful true stories filled with great wisdom that you can use in your own life as you strive for a higher road to travel. My featured guests will have their own unique stories to tell that enlighten your mind and your soul. So kick back, relax, and learn the secret to success when you take the high road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerald, and welcome to High Road to Humanity. I have a fabulous guest here today, you guys. Kelly Sullivan Walden is here today. And you guys, she is the dream expert. And this is going to be a really fantastic show. Uh, she has had a near-death experience, which she'll tell us about. And she's going to talk to us about dreams and how we can interpret our dreams. So I'm just thrilled that she's here today. So remember to subscribe to the show and share it with your friends because this is a really good one. Now, listen, before I get started, something was brought to my attention this morning, um, actually by my daughter. Mm. And um, she said, and here it is, it's Democrats budget deal would invest in the child tax credit, health care and climate um, check this out. A budget deal announced by the Senate Budget Committee on Tuesday includes major investments in climate initiatives and it would extend the child tax credit expansion and fund universal pre-K. Now, the sweeping $3.5 trillion resolution has a long way to go before passage, but the White House uh, lauded it as a breakthrough is one of President Biden's major legislative priorities. Um, what this says is uh, they are going to give, this is crazy, they're going to give people who have children $250 a month per child. Now, if your income is less than $150,000. So why would people want to go to work? I haven't figured this out. What are we doing here? This is really crazy. So um, I don't know. We're going to talk more about this. And let me just tell you something. On Sundays now, I'm going to start doing a show with just me. And it's going to be about what's happening in the news. And I'm going to use my intuitive abilities to tell you my take on it. So that will happen. Let's see. This Sunday will be the 18th. And I'm going to do my first one. So tune in for that. The other thing I want to bring up really quick, <laughs> I love this. I love Britney Spears. And a Los Angeles Supreme Court judge has cleared Britney Spears to hire her own law lawyer. Yay! In the Yay. long drawn out battle over her, conservative, her conservatorship. And the pop star has chosen Matthew S. Rosengart, a prominent Hollywood lawyer and former federal prosecutor, to take up her case. And I'm for Britney. So let's all keep an eye on what's happening here. All right. Now, let me talk to you about Kelly Sullivan Walden. And she, I'm going to read this to you guys because I want you to understand. She's on a mission to awaken the world to the power of dreams. And I find this fascinating, by the way. But I'm going to read this really quick and then she can tell her story. But she says, one minute, Kelly Sullivan Walden was dining with friends uh, at the Third Street Promenade in Santa Monica, California. And the next minute, she was being whisked away into an ambulance nearly flatlined. As 9-11 mayhem erupted on the earth, Kelly peacefully floated through the ceiling, through the cosmos, and into a most heavenly out-of-body experience where she was downloaded. She got answers to questions for what she had always hungered, she says. So as the threshold before what felt like the point of no return, she made the decision to turn about face and return to her earthly life but she would never be the same. 
Kelly, welcome to Higher to Humanity. Thank you, Nancy. What a blessing to be with you. Thank you for having me. I am just fascinated by your story. Tell the audience, if you don't mind, I read your story. Mm. It's crazy because it's something that I do. Uh, <laughs> it was your 40th birthday. Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, do you mind? Do you, do you want to tell what happened? Do you mind? No, I don't mind at all. I'm, it's so funny because it happened a while ago and I'm just now telling it. Um, I think I, well, it was, it was, I knew it was the year, it was August 8th. 2008. So it was 888. If you're into numbers, Whoa. if you're into astrology, it I was like Lion's Gate to the max. It was like, it, normally 88 is kind of a big day as, astrologically, but on the eighth year, it was like, oh snap, something's going to happen. And, you know, of course, just like 2020, it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. We see clearly. We see clearly. We see clearly. Yeah. yeah. And it's like sometimes in order to see clearly, we have to go through a little initiation. So it was the dinner. It was really fun with friends. Actually, it was right on the edge of us moving to New Mexico. We were moving oh, wow. just oh, like a week later. So we were. I was in boxes. We we moved to Santa Fe. Okay. <laughs> so Crazy! Wow. We okay. were leaving our place, and um, anyway, it was kind of a tumultuous time in my life. And yet, it was like let's celebrate, let's have a party, and let's mm-hmm. go to my favorite Indian restaurant um, near the near the ocean in Santa Monica, California. And my friend Moira, before we we ordered our food, and she's like, "Let's start with dessert before we eat dinner." And she opens up a little a little package, and there's a cookie that. And she's a wonderful chef, so I just reached in and grabbed a little piece of the cookie. And she said, "Oh, after I gobbled it, oh, you should know it's a special cookie." <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Because I'm kind of uh, lame when it comes to that stuff. I'm yeah. a lightweight. I, I. I really don't dabble in anything other than I've, you know, have a drink every once in a while, but, <laughs> but I was like, okay, I don't feel anything. Everything's fine. It was just a bite. And um, so dinner happened, great conversation. And then all of a sudden it was like a freight train. There was a, there was a tapestry on the wall across from where I was sitting. That was all sparkling like Indian, you know, how the East Indian had, they have the beautiful saris. Yeah. It was like a beautiful tapestry. And all I know, it was like, it was like a freight train going through my head. And I, I remember trying to like handle the, the impact and I couldn't. And I the just energy, went, it was energy. It was such intense energy, like through my third eye. Okay. And I just kind of folded into it. It's kind of like how there's, there's fight, flight, freeze and fawning. I, I just kind of did, went into flight. Like, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to go. Cause I can't, fight this right so I just I I literally leaned over onto my husband's shoulder like this and my hair kind of if you're watching on YouTube you'll see it's like yeah no now I can see why because I read this story and I'm like oh they didn't even realize she passed out because they passed out yeah I love it. Oh my God. They were like, oh, Kelly's being lovey dovey with Dana, my husband. And it's like, no, not so much. I was just, I I just leaned on him as, as I do in life. And he didn't even know there was anything wrong until I don't know how many minutes passed, but on the, this plane, they were continuing to talk and somebody must've asked me a question that I didn't answer. And, and then they kind of, I think they, at some point they realized Kelly's not responding. So Mm-hmm. This is what I was told. Dana, Dana, like shook me and moved my hair, and they saw like I was gone. I was my jaw had gone slack. My face was starting to. They said that I had become so pale, and I was really tan. I get tan in the summer, but I was white, 
Mm-hmm. And um, and they somebody threw <clears throat> ice at me. Somebody slapped me. They were and they it for some reason it took a while for them to like it to dawn on them to call nine one one. And it's mm-hmm. funny that you said nine eleven because I think we see those numbers together and that's how we. But they called nine one one, and because it was a Saturday night or it was a weekend night, it was. It took, they said, about 15 minutes for the ambulance to arrive. And meanwhile, I'm just, I'm just. Where were you? I want to know where you were. Tell me what happened. So here's where I went. Yeah, I want to hear this. (laughs) It's kind of like split screen. Here's what I saw on the human level. On my side, it was like I was flung out of, like, into a cosmic, um, oh, God. Was it dark? Was like it, it was, light? It started off, it actually started off super colorful and then mm-hmm. it was a tunnel. It was like a dark tunnel. And I, because I was scared, honestly, if I'm going to like unpack this, I, I, because I was scared, I felt myself going into like the kind of the dark side of the tunnel, honestly, because I didn't want to let go. And I was, <gasps> and I saw for a moment, if I kept up the fear it would just keep getting more fearsome. There was no end to the fear. You saw the darkness. I saw that, oh, I could do this for eternity and there would just be deeper levels of fear. So what happens if I let go? What happens if I, what happens if I surrender? So I started to pray, God, 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 God. That was the only prayer I could muster. And it was like, I got flipped around about face and went, like I went flying in the opposite direction. And it was, just pure light, pure light with like the most beautiful colors, beautiful. It was like, I was going through the seven veils or the many veils of like Mm -hmm. beauty, beauty, beauty on a people mover moving quickly. And I was aware of (gasps) like the, it was stunning. The one, the first awareness I had, once I kind of took off like a slingshot, Mm -hmm. I was aware that I was relieved to not have the heaviness and the density of my body anymore. It was a relief. It wasn't like, a, oh no, where did it go? It was like, oh, thank, thank God. God. And, I've, yeah. and I'm somebody that loves my body. I'm somebody who loves being in, in life. Mm-hmm. But um, I can tell more. I know that you've got a, the end of this segment coming up. So I'll- I get about three more minutes. Keep going. (laughs) Well, I kept, so I, so I just kept going. And it was like, as I was moving through this phenomenal beauty but beauty and love, I felt like it just kept getting better. Like just as the, on the opposite end of the scale, the fear kept getting darker and darker in this other side. It was like the light kept getting brighter and brighter and more and more. I think that's so interesting because it just shows, wow, that is huge. What you just said to me is huge because of the fear factor, because look what fear does. It goes to the dark side. And and when you go with God, it goes to the light. Exactly. I'm Esther Hicks, um, the channels, Abraham, her, one of her famous lines is it, if it's like the good keeps getting it, it, the better it gets, the better it gets and the better it gets. And the worse it gets and the worse it gets and the worse it gets like it's a basis. It's based on our attention. And in a flash of a second, I got to prove that like, it's not like, well, let me explore the worst scenario. Let me just keep going. And then there will be a bottom there and then I'll turn around and come back. No, there's no bottom. There is no end. But, but you chose Kelly. I chose because it was like, I, it was almost like been there, done that because in a flash I could see where it was going. Right. And I was kind of like, okay, let me just be curious about what's on the other side of this. And 
what came through though, not only was beauty and this incredible feeling of liberation and just wonder and, and light, but it was also answers. I started to actually, I'm a strange being because I started to explore, like while I'm ensconced in all this beautiful light, I want to understand the things that have always bugged me about God. So to be continued. Yes. We'll talk about that. We come back from commercial break. You guys, I'm here today with Kelly Sullivan Walden. And I'm so glad that you told your story and that you've written 10 books. And now we have these cards, you guys. I'm so excited. These are Dream Goddess Empowerment Deck. And the other one is the Awakened Dreamer Oracle Cards. I love cards. So we'll talk about that too when we come back. Hey, this is Nancy Yeroth. This is High Road to Humanity. And we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book a session with Nancy to learn how to tap into your own abilities. Have you ever been in a situation where you needed a miracle? I think most of us probably have. Whether it's a financial emergency, health crisis, or some other serious situation, most of us know the feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. Now imagine having to wait for a miracle for six months, even a year or more. That's the situation for thousands of children all around the world who are waiting for a sponsor. Their only hope of escaping the poverty around them is someone like you choosing them. This is Nancy Yarrow, and I'm joining with compassion to give you the chance to be the miracle in a child's life. For a little more than a dollar a day, you'll provide the physical, emotional, and spiritual support a child needs, not just to survive poverty, but to be released from poverty in Jesus' name. Don't make a child wait one day longer for their miracle. You can find out more or sponsor a child right now. Just go to my website, nancyyearout.com. That's www.nancyyearout.com. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yerout. This is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Kelly, this is like so fascinating. I'm so excited that you were on the show today. I've never had anybody come on and talk about dreams. So I have a million questions for you today. So, but continue on. So you're up there and you chose God and you're going to the light and you start to ask, you start to ask questions, right? Yeah. I, and it's, it's just kind of like, like, okay, so this is controversial and, and I don't know that I can unpack this other than just philosophically, but I, it's like, I wanted to know why a just and loving God, why there would be a Holocaust, why there would be Manson, why there would be like serial killers, why, in it, you know, I just wanted to know these things while mm-hmm. I was in the light and I could handle it. Mm-hmm. And I, there was some 
something. So I basically got to see kind of the fast forward version of what happens to souls. I got to see that the people that are unjustly harmed or hurt, I got to see their souls, that their souls are intact. Their souls are, are good. And the ones that do the harming are the ones that pay the price. So mm-hmm. it's like there is an ultimate justice system and there's a ultimate school. Like even if we screw up and we've all screwed up, mm-hmm. I believe in the in the in the many lifetimes we've been around, we've yeah. all been on both sides of the equation, victim and victimizer. So I don't think any of us are just pure perfect light. I think we choose choose all those things, but well, that's why we're here, right? To learn it. Exactly. So I felt like I got a sense of of peace about everything. And I, and I felt like I just became in love with life. And I thought, wow, man, if I get a chance, if I'm not done, if I don't die, like if this isn't the end for me, then I'd like to carry a bit of this back home with me. I, w- I mean, I'd like to be able to have a do-over, please. Like, can I do my life? Better? Did you ask I- for a do-over? Did you literally ask God for a do-over? I'm it, just was more, it was more like, it was more like, I, if I could, I would do it this way. And yet I was quite happy to be, to keep going. But what happened was I became suddenly aware of what was going on, the pandemonium in the restaurant. And I tried to communicate to them. I tried to like get my voice to come through my body, which was very strange. My husband said that was scarier than anything because I sounded like a weird disembodied robot saying, I'm okay. I'm fine. And he was like, who's possessed, Kelly? So like, oh my God. Her. Seriously. <laughs> I was trying to calm them down, which did the opposite. They were just more panicked with that. So I was oh like, gosh. oh, for God's sakes, these people have no idea. Mm-hmm. Just because I look horrible, because I'm drooling, because I I look <laughs> like, bad. Just I'm dying here. Oh God, Kelly. But it looks bad on the human. And it made me think about all the people that I'd been, that I'd seen in hospitals or in hospice, and they look bad. Yeah. It's like they're having, we don't know that they're not having the time of, of their, their lives. <laughs> it just looks bad with our eyes. And we have no idea. I'm like, you guys are so dense. You can't see what's happening to me right here come on people. So I kind of pulled myself in because I couldn't handle the notion that I was having this great time and they were suffering and that's not fair. And they were not going to receive my adamant messages to them. Mm -hmm. So I like, it's, I kind of joke and say it's codependence that pulled me back in because I, like, I want, if they, if they gave me permission, if they said, Kelly, we get it. You're good. We're okay. Go. I would have been like, see ya. Oh my God. But it wasn't your time, but it wasn't your time. It must not have been. Well, no, because you had to come back and tell us. Don't you think that? I mean, do you think that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, for sure, because I feel like there's there. I mean, what, what Byron Katie says, like, you know, whatever happens, it's supposed to be that way. How do we know? Because it's how it happened. And I feel like I'm doing my best to make the most of that. And every day, plug in some of that into my life. And hopefully I'm a better version of myself than I was back then, even though I'm not done, you know, I still have mountains yet to climb in consciousness, but I do feel like I always have this little skylight in my mind open to, oh yeah, there's a bigger picture out there. Oh yeah. Everything's okay. Oh yeah. You're really enough. Oh yeah. It's like when people die, I don't have to go totally dramatic and totally dark about it. It's like, oh yeah, they're good. They're good. So, so I, 
yeah, they're better than we are. That's what I've learned. They're yeah. better off than we are. Yeah. And I get to tap into that place when I write and it gives me, I feel like I, I come okay. from a more reliable place. I have a couple of questions. So yes. do you think, cause I've always thought this. So do you think there's different levels in heaven? Meaning that, um, okay, you do. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if you didn't do as well as you should have, you're over here. But if you did a little bit better, you're here. And if you did really good, you're over here. So I think we're down here working to go to that next level. Am I right? In my experience, because I'm, <clears throat> I know that there's more than one death experience or near death experience and people mm-hmm. have all kinds of different ones. And yeah, in mine, I felt like I, I think we, we go basically to, to a realm of heaven that is a relative match to, to our, our consciousness, vib- to our vibration. Right. So I don't think it's just, it's kind of like the, the story of like, if you're, you're a mom to a child and the child says, I want an ice cream and you give them an ice cream and they say, but I want five ice cream. I want five, you know, five scoops. And you're like, honey, you can't handle that. You're going to drop it. No, I want five. It's like, no, I'm going to give you one because you can handle one. And then if you show me you you're competent with one, I'll give you two. And if you're competent with that, I'll give you more. So there's an infinite amount of scoops of ice cream. I mean, there's like, there is no end. I literally felt the, I got the impression that this phrase that I'd heard before, that we go from glory to greater glory, to greater glory, to greater glory. And there's no ceiling. There's just, but how much can we handle? Right. And it, is it, it would be unmerciful to send us into the highest realm of light. If we, it would just it would be we, like staring straight at the sun without sunglasses. We gosh, need to kind of build yeah. our way up. But it's exciting to know that there is a hierarchy and that that's, that's, that's the work we get to do is to build up the spiritual muscles to be able to handle more light. That's our job here. It's not about having to handle all the SHIT that gets thrown at us everywhere. Life is just a bitch and blah. It's like, well, it's how you life. approach it. Yeah, it's how you approach it. So I yeah. need to ask you a question. And gosh, you, I could talk to you for a couple hours. Let's um, do. Let's yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. plane at least. <laughs> so were you religious before? Oh, I was spiritual. Well, I was, okay, I was raised. Catholic. So I did. And when I was a little girl, I was just telling one of my friends this, that she's like, you never told me this. I wanted to be a nun. My, my gosh, my first desire as a, for a profession was to be a nun. And I thought, well, if I don't make it as a nun, I'll be, I want to own a liquor store. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they go next, they go to each other. (laughs) Irish and Catholic. It's like, well, if you can't make it with the church, make it with the liquor store. You go with the booze. Okay. (laughs) Exactly. I love exactly. it. But I did as a, even a kid, I would, I would pray a lot. I mean, I had a, my mom tells this one time when she was looking all over the house for me, like she thought I was hiding. She thought I was being naughty. And she finds me in my room, kneeled against my bed, just in reverie, like praying. And I was so lost in prayer that I didn't even hear her calling. And so that there was definitely a spiritual well, connection that wasn't yeah. religious. Yeah. And so, I just want to, I just want to say something. So what I pick yeah. up intuitively is that you came into this world as a spiritual individual. That's where the eights come in. I also noticed it was your 40th birthday and four and four is eight. So I wanted to add that to that, but cause I'm into numbers, but oh, yeah, you, yeah, you were a spiritual being who came in and had this experience. I mean, do you, mm-hmm. and actually your friend who gave you the brownie or the cookie or whatever she gave you, yeah. that was a blessing. Well, I see it. I see it that way. And the funny thing is, is, 
her boyfriend took pictures of what happened that night. Are you so he, kidding me? I am not kidding. He's Dude, like, that's he's not cool. Of, I know, but I, <laughs> so, so in my mind, looking at this experience, I thought of it as just this, this mass exodus into light. So to me, I was like, why was everybody so freaked out? This was just a beautiful thing until I saw the pictures. Oh and then I was like, oh, I got to feel, because when you see an ambulance, when you see those flashing lights, when you see a yeah. paramedic and you see a stretcher. And your husband, I bet. Right. It's like, and you see somebody on a gurney, you're mm. not like, yay. It's our knee-jerk <laughs> reaction isn't like, oh, isn't that beautiful? That's so great. But I told myself after this, every time I see somebody on a gurney, when I see flashing lights, remember somebody is maybe having a breakthrough, whether they go all the way to the other side or not. Kelly, would you just remember that? It's just conditioning in this life to associate it that it's horrible when you see that. And sometimes it is, you know, sometimes people are in pain and they're suffering, but- right but I, it was a great gift for me. It was one of the greatest gifts of my life. And I'm not advocating hash cookies to anybody, by the way, <laughs> don't try this at home kids. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, sometimes, and what I was told later is the yeah. amount that I had shouldn't have sent me to the other side. Like there's people that do but, multiple cookies on their yeah, own. And they might get let a me, little high, but yeah, but you didn't realize how etheric you are. You have, you are sensitive, right? And I'm serious about that. You're sensitive. And I can tell you this because I'm the same way. And I've learned this, any kind of medication I take, I have to take half. Mm -hmm. If they, if somebody takes says take two Tylenol, I take one. Are you like that too? Well, I think when it comes to medication, I mean, I'm just I mean, wondering. I, yeah. I mean, I will, when it comes to anything mind altering, yeah. I think I just, it's, you can't it tolerate does, it. It alterates, it alters me very yeah. much. I mean, I, I take Tylenol every once in a while. So I'm okay with whatever the standard dose of that is. Oh, you are. But, okay. Yeah. But I, but with any, but I don't, I have never taken anything else. I mean, I've never taken like a, I mean, any of the other prescription meds. So, and if I was prescribed them, I probably would have yeah. to chop it in half. That's what I thought. I would like to think, yeah. Because you're so sensitive. Well, I have lots of questions for you today. And um, one of the questions, gosh, we're almost to our second break. But ah. when we, I know. But when we come back, I really want to talk about you became, a, you're a certified clinical hypnotherapist. I am. And this came after, correct? Oh, no, no, no. This oh, came before. This, this is way before. This was 20 oh. years ago. Well, then we'll talk about that when we come back. Okay. Hey, you guys, I'm here today with Kelly Sullivan Weldon. These are her cards. They're really cool. We're going to talk about these um, here in a little bit. Awakened Dreamer Oracle Cards. This is Nancy. You're out. This is High Road to Humanity, and we will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on High Road to Humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, to book your first 30-minute coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. 
I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparkingwholeness. And now let's get back to the show. We will be right back on High Road to Humanity. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or download directly from Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com, so you never miss an episode of The High Road. Hi, this is Nancy Yearout. This is High Road to Humanity, and I'm here today with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Kelly, I didn't know that you were a hypnotherapist before. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. that's pretty interesting work. Talk about that. You still do that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It kind of weaves into everything I do. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I, I had gotten into therapy myself because my, my, er, bef- so my early, my twenties, I was in, I was an actress and I was doing oh, all kinds I didn't of know that. Okay. and experiencing all the things that the me too movement is dealing with now. So I needed therapy when I started to tiptoe my way out of that. And mm-hmm. I, and one of the, and I found some great therapists, healers, shamans, one of the people that really kind of saved me was a hypnotherapist. And, and so I was so moved by that work that I, I decided I wanted to become a hypnotherapist as well, partly because I like the idea of any kind of therapy I think is good, but I like it when it's fast and hypnotherapy (laughs) goes right to the subconscious mind, which is the hard drive of our mind's computer, instead of kind of dealing with the surface and what's on, like, tell me how your day was. It's kind of like, nope, let's go right to what's going on in your subconscious mind. And one of the fastest ways to know what's going on in your subconscious mind is via dreams because it's our subconscious mind yeah. that is our it's, dreaming mind. So, so that's, that's how you of, got into dreams. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that yeah. they kind of went hand in hand when I, well, yeah, because yeah. you say as a hypnotherapist, you have seen the transformation power of dreams to alter a person's paradigm and heal themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, really when I started becoming, when I became a professional about 20 years ago as a hypnotherapist, I would suggest in every session that my clients would remember their dreams and have, have stronger dream recall and that they would bring a dream to me in the next session. And I just noticed that with a remembered dream, the session would go in a different direction than it was probably going to go otherwise, but it would go deeper and further and it would reveal insight and information that seemed to just unravel things at a, at a cellular level, as they mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm. So it just, to me, I, I kind of started to focus even more specifically on dreams. And then it, it that kind of lent itself to, to me. I mean, I didn't realize I was going to end up becoming a quote unquote dream expert. I don't think anybody does. It just, right. kind of, it just happened. It's like it, it became all that I wanted to talk about because I felt like it would just take us deeper. It would catapult. It would catapult. That's what I feel exactly. like you're saying. Exactly. Okay. So hypnotherapy is a really powerful way to be able to heal from the inside out much more okay. rapidly in some way, in some cases than in traditional therapy, in my experience. Okay. I have lots of questions. These are, <laughs> these are normal questions that anybody would ask, I guess, but <clears throat> I always like to ask this stuff. Okay. Please. So I dream, but yeah, I have to, I usually have to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. 
because I have huh? small, I have small kidneys. And so me too, we're the small kidney crew. Yeah. Because I, I went to, I'm like, why do I have to peel the time? Because you have small kidneys. There's nothing wrong with you. You have small kidneys. Okay. So I have to get up. And so it breaks my dream. <clears throat> and then or, I try to hurry back so mm-hmm. I can remember where I was. And sometimes I pick up and sometimes I don't, but I never heard. I mean, unless it's like, like I've dreamed about an ex-husband that's dead before and that I remember, but most things I don't really remember. Mm. And I'm always, and Kelly, I'm always working. I'm always, you're always working. working. You're always working. Of working. course you are. In my dreams. I'm well, working in my dreams. Are. Right. Of course well, you are. What does all that talk to us about? Oh my stuff. God. There's so much to say. Well, let me just address the last thing. So I think many of us that are like on a, on a healing path. And I, and I see that in you, you don't get a moment's rest. I mean, you're, it's like, but it, but the good news is it's kind of like the, the handing over of the baton, your conscious self is awake right now and running the show. And when you go into, when you, when you, when you do your light work, you kind of, you're kind of on the bridge between conscious and unconscious, but when you're asleep, you're in your unconscious subconscious mind. So you're not, so it's not the same mind that's being taxed constantly, but you are, there's so much healing that happens. We don't even, people should pay you 10 times more for what you do and who you are on the planet because of the level of healing that you, that you do. And that I always think I should charge people for these dreams I'm having about them where I'm healing them. Come on people. Just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> it's oh my God. It's a gift. But for people who don't remember their dreams on a regular basis, it doesn't yeah. mean you're not dreaming. It doesn't mean that you're not having very big and vivid dreams. It might mean it's okay that you're not remembering them because maybe maybe you need a break and yeah. maybe the dreams that you're supposed to remember will bite you in the bleep and you'll be fine but yeah. i always in my i mean because for obvious reasons i i i suggest going out of our way a little bit to remember dreams having to pee in the middle of the night isn't a bad thing i do and sometimes it's it can be a blessing because i'm coming right out of usually a REM cycle, a rapid eye movement cycle where the dreams are vivid and I can catch them. And if I am able to, if I'm, if I'm not, I mean, of course I'm tired because it's, you're groggy in the middle of the night, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. to me, sometimes those are my best dream catches of the night. And you write it down. And you write it. I down. write them down. I put them on my phone. Okay. And and yeah, I used to write them in a journal, and I still suggest that people do that if that works for them, or draw a picture of them. However, it works for you. But it's more efficient for me actually to just use the notes function. On I used to have a fancy app for this that you, right. know, you pay a lot of money for them, and but no, the back notes, to basics. Back to back basics. to basics on the notes <laughs> function. I just press the microphone and I speak it because even if the speech to text gets it a little bit wrong. It's a lot easier to understand than my writing in the middle of the night, which can be really problematic. Right, so, you can't read it. You can't read what you exactly. Wrote. So in the right. morning, I will read over it and I'll kind of correct it because it reminds me of what I what I had. But if you don't put mm-hmm. something in the tangible world, if you don't record it in the tangible world, often those dreams will just disappear. It's okay. just it's just what yeah. happens. Well, I have a couple more questions. Yes. I have a lot more questions actually. Ah. This one, I was talking to my daughter this morning, and she's. Uh, gosh, how old is Crystal? She's 38. And oh she said, can't yes. believe you have a daughter that's 38. Yes, You're I doing do. good, girlfriend. Yeah, well, it's you look spir- gorgeous. It's the spiritual stuff. So here's what she said. Now, my daughter has um, n- neuro cardio or cardiogenic syncope. So what happens is her heart stops 
periodically. This has been going on since she was like 13. It's as a mother, it's just the craziest thing. So all of a sudden her heart will stop. But what she asked, she says, mom, would you ask the dream lady? So here's what happens when her heart stops, she collapses. We all freak out. We I've called the ambulance before. Now I know just to lay her flat. What happens? It's the blood flow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Okay. So her heart stops and she doesn't have a pacemaker because she chose not to do that. But she told me when her heart stops and it's only for a short time, she has a full dream. Yeah. Mm. And she wants to know. And she can remember it part of the time, but when she wakes up, everybody's so panicky, but she wants to know, does she go someplace else or is she just dreaming? That was what she asked me to ask you. And I thought that was an interesting question from her. You know, I think it's, it's, it's totally related to what I was talking about earlier in my death experience slash out of body experience. Um, Shamans would say it's an other than conscious state of mind. So other than conscious is is pretty vast. I mean, our conscious state is what we're using right now to, mm-hmm. to talk and listen. Other than conscious is is so vast. It's like, it's not just this room that we go into that's a little bit wonky. It's like it opens up the field to infinity, great intuition, great insights, access to so much. And I, I would say kind of in the way that you said to me that 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 experience, that bite of that cookie was actually a blessing. I would say there's blessings in disguise with these things that we, that, that seems so horrible. Like it seems mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, no, this precious girl. Oh, yeah. No, her, her heart stops and she but goes white. Yeah. There's, <laughs> that there's an equal and opposite blessing that comes along with that because that it's almost like, did you ever see the movie, the Truman show? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you did. So in a yeah. way, every time her heart stops, I imagine in my experience, if it were mine, that it's like she's going backstage to the Truman Show. It's like that that place where the the, sh- the movie ends, where he like realizes that this world was all a movie set, but he gets to go out, go back, go beyond it. So she's going beyond. I I believe she's accessing, and it could seem like a dream, and it might actually be a dream because there's a fine line between things that seem like dreams and true insight and visions. and yeah. visiting and visions of yeah. what else is there. It's really the curtains are drawn and we are, we're not shrouded in the stuff that keeps us in the gravitational pull here. And I would say, Daniel Brinkley said this to me, so I'll turn around and say this to your daughter. There's, he, he do you know who Daniel Brinkley is? I do. I read it in your oh, book, but go ahead. Okay. Yeah. So he's tell he's the audience, tell the te- audience. He's just got this, you know, he's a good old boy from the South and he's died many times. And he's, yeah. he, he's kind of the, the authority on what happens when you die. And he's like, you know, our, our guides are sneaky little buggers and they'll find the sneakiest ways to get it and nab us and show us a bigger picture of who we are. And then hopefully if you're smart, you'll be able to bring some of that wisdom and insight into your life. So I would imagine, oh, I got covered in chills. Oh my God, your daughter. I just imagine that there are these amazing guides that are surrounding her. And in the moments that her heart stops, they're like taking a moment while the veil is non-existent and giving her some wisdom, giving her some insight, giving her some impressions. Your daughter is here to be wise, 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 even if she's already wise. She's very wise. Yeah, She's getting downloads that is like going to the university of all universities and getting a doctorate degree, like any, every time she, she passes out. So 
if she's why I would have her. She maybe, is very wise. Mm-hmm. Maybe the next time, if it's possible to bring her back and, and, and be curious and maybe record what she says. There you go. Record. She, I'll tell her to have her husband hit the record button on her phone. Right. On his it, phone. Just ask her. Cause I wished when I was coming to, they would have recorded. It. I was like, you guys um, are wasting this. Like, um, are you friggin' kidding me? I have <laughs> answers to everything. I know everything right now. And you're just talking about my friggin' pulse. And Did you want- forget? Did you forget? I feel like the impression is still there. And, and in my book, Luminous Humanness, that we can talk about on another date has kind of, it's encoded with that. It's like a daily okay. encoding of, okay. of the, of the impressions that I got. So I feel like I could write infinite books infinite volumes of libraries based on what's there. And it's still there. I mean, I have to really, it's an imprint. It is an imprint. imprint. So I still, it's almost, I keep doing the energy. Well, because the energy, I know we got to go to commercial break, but I just want to say this because I'm big in the energy. So I feel like the energy came down and that's what imprinted on your brain and that energy still exists. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, you guys, we're having such a great show today. Make sure you share this show. Um, I do need to mention, if you want a psychic reading, go to my website and go to nancyyearout.com and you can just go to my calendar and book a psychic reading with me. And when you do that, I'm looking for my book and it's not sitting here. Oh, there it is. Uh, For the month of July. I'm going to send you my book. Wake up. The universe is speaking to you when you book a psychic reading. So you guys, this is Nancy. You're out and I will be right back. Hang on. We have more stories to tell on high road to humanity. Check out Nancy's website, nancyyearout.com to book your first 30 minutes coaching session for free to get you on your high road. Do you feel like something is missing in your life? Do you feel lost or alone? Do the things you buy for yourself lose their luster quickly? Are you searching for fulfillment within your heart and soul? What if you were given the ability to change your life for the better? To create what you want for yourself? What if I told you you have the ability to tap into the universal energy to design the life you desire? This was my discovery many years ago. As a businesswoman and a single mom, I had no choice but to pay attention to what the universe was revealing to me, and I learned how to use it for my benefit. When you wake up and pay attention to the messages that the universe is showing you, your life will change for the better. Because we all hold the ability to tap into the universal energy to enhance our love life, our career, our finances, anything you wish. This energy was created for our use and it's free. Now, I'm excited to share this information with you in my book, Wake Up, The Universe is Speaking to You. It's available to you on my website at www.nancyyearout.com. That's N-A-N-C-Y-Y-E-A-R-O-U-T.com, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. And thanks for picking up my book. And may the energy of the universe bless you. We want to thank you so much for listening to High Road to Humanity. This is where Nancy and her guests tell stories that will guide you and enlighten your mind and soul. Now, welcome back to the High Road.
Hi, this is Nancy Earout, and this is High Road to Humanity. I'm here today with Kelly Sullivan Walden. Kelly, talk about these cards. First of all, I just want to show these, okay? And I've got my weird light, so that's why it's showing like this. But um, <laughs> they're they're different kind of a shape, and they're really pretty. Look at these. I don't know if you guys can see these. These are really pretty. And what I realized is you have one for before you go to bed and one for when you're awake. And I pulled a couple cards today. Talk about the cards. I love cards. I have angel cards. These are cool. Why did you decide to do these? These are, well, I love Oracle cards as well. And I know sometimes it takes a commitment to do them. You've got to really stop what you're doing and make an yeah. event, make a ceremony out of it. These are meant to be something the other ones kind of like um, all the, the goddess, dream goddess and awakening dreamer. Aren't they beautiful? Awakening They're beautiful. Dreamer. Yeah, yeah the Rasuli, by the way, is the artist on those. I have to give him a shout out. He's amazing. He's a major award-winning, like world-class yeah. artist. He's a, that's a whole other story about how I connected with him. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, but to me, there was something I really, I feel like it's been a message that has come to me that, yes, I love speaking to people who are on the path, like you, and who are like well on the path. Um, but Thank I you. also feel like it's important to bridge the gap between people that are maybe like in the corporate world or they're, they're, they're like feet are on the ground in a whole different way. And like, how do they get into some spirituality and to accessing their dreaming mind? So these are really not daunting. They're almost like a, a glorified fortune cookie in a way. They're, yeah. it's a short, like almost the message could fit on a bumper sticker almost or a billboard. So it's very short and sweet. You don't have, I mean, you can make a great ceremony out of it, but if you're on the go and you just want a quick message for the day or you're in the middle of making a decision and you want to ask your guidance to help you pick a card to give you a nudge these mm -hmm. are short and sweet and the mess they and the guide are. instead of having to look up in a guidebook which i love i mean i i've written oracle decks that have a guidebook yeah. my hero's journey oracle deck is like that and my dream oracle deck mm -hmm. is like that but these are something you can pick up read really quickly and, and even stick in your pocket or your purse for the day and carry with you. Cause they're, they're tiny. It's, yeah. it's smaller than a business card. I like them. And I want to tell the audience, if you don't know about cards, say a prayer before you do them to say, and I always say, um, you know, show me what I need to know today, God, what's my message for today, Lord. And then I, I get the card that I need. And a lot of times it's not the card that I want. And I try to put it back. <laughs> You're like, that was an oops, I picked the Oh, no, card. I don't want that. But um, you always get the card that you need. And it's true. And the reason that happens, oops. and if you want to elaborate on that. Oh, let's it's, pick one, though. For Let's see. Oh, let's you want to pick one? Okay. Maybe you ask a question and then you pick one. Oh, and then, okay. And on behalf um, of everybody or for personal reasons? For everybody. Yeah. All right, you guys, what's the audience need today? Love the ones you're with. As if this were your last day on earth, give 100% of your gifts to the project or person in front of you now. Stop waiting to exhale. Though, you, though your circumstances may not be perfect, consider this to be permission to give all the love you've got to the ones you're with. Love the one you're with. That's a great one for the world. <laughs> oh, and it comes with a song. <laughs> I know. I sing. Sorry. Please, please I'm do. A... <laughs> you can't be with the ones you love. 
love the one you went. Oh, that's so funny. My my computer is like going nuts. Come on, you guys. Oh, the light's really pretty on you, though. It makes yeah, your that's eyes glow. Be- yeah, that's because. <laughs> so okay. keep it. It's working, honey. Oh, my God. Okay, so we'll just, we'll just leave it like that. I know I always try to stay in the dark. I don't want to see my light too much. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can hide, you can run, but you can't hide from that's that. That's why I always wear black. So, um. Here's another question I have for you. And it's really, and again, this is going to, but this is a lot of people. I want to know about nightmares. Yeah. And the reason, <laughs> yeah. and the reason I ask you about nightmares, oh God, I'll get back to the normal screen here. And I'm just going to give, I'm going to put myself out here again. I always put myself out on my shows. People are like, oh my God, this girl's no, nuts. Bring it. No, everybody but, wants uh, to hear from you. Yes. Okay. So it. I went to Ireland and yeah, this was years ago, years ago probably mm, 15 years ago, maybe go to Ireland, my first night in Ireland and I'm sleeping and I can't, I'm, I'm frozen. I'm awake, but I'm not awake. I'm frozen. Mm. I am literally, my body is frozen and I'm trying to wake up, but I can't wake up Mm. and I've never felt this before. And it's scary. And I don't know what's wrong. Then I tell my friend about it and I just let it go. And it doesn't happen again until the last night I'm in Ireland. And the last night I'm in Ireland, I see this man and he's got metal teeth. Is oh, the weirdest gosh. Thing I've, oh, yeah. Weirdest oh. thing I've ever seen. Scary. He had metal teeth and he was in my face and I was frozen and I couldn't wake up. Why couldn't I wake up? Well, eventually you did. Yes. <laughs> so how, how did you eventually? I think my friend was like, hey, hey, are you okay? Because I was talking or something. And are you all right? Are you all right? But I was literally frozen. I'm, mm. And that's only time, it's only happened to me twice in my life. But I was in another country. Now, I'll tell you what I think, and then you tell yeah. me what you yeah. think. Yeah, please, go. So I feel intuitively I was in a land that was so old that I hadn't been in a land like that, that was so old and ancient, and that those ancient spirits, I'm so light, they saw me. And they were trying to contact me. That's what I think. Because the dark tries to get to the light. And that's all I could think. Because it's never happened to me since. Mm. Only when I was overseas in Ireland. Now, I'm Scottish. So I don't know. And then I thought, hmm. <laughs> so what I know, I know. So Did I you ever know. see Outlander? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> oh, Oh. Yeah. Oh, there's so many ways to look at this. And I don't know that there's just one way, although, you know, have you ever heard of people freezing? Have you ever heard oh, of people yeah. freezing? Sleep paralysis. It's a phenomenon. That's what it is. Yeah. And what it's is not, it? it's not, I mean, it's so on, um, on a, on a physical, on a physiological level, sometimes it happens because it's, because there's a process. Normally we wake up all at once and sometimes on a just this is just purely physiological sometimes it happens that our mind wakes up before our body does and for people that experience this all the time the the message to them is to just not panic because eventually you will you do uh, the ho- the whole of you will come online it's just kind of like sometimes when you start your computer sometimes it just takes a minute for everything to boot up and for all the all the all the aspects to come up so it's not it's not a permanent state now for but it's for those, scary it's it scary Kelly. Very it's scary, scary. We, i think it's scary partly because we we assume 
that this is the way it is. And it's, and it does feel scary to be so out of sync with ourselves and to feel so powerless. I think that's the big word. It's like, if we, in that state, we can't defend ourselves. We, we're caught off guard. We are just, we're like a, a welcome mat for whatever happens. And that's for most of us have had trauma in the past and we know that being helpless, it doesn't, it doesn't go well. It's not a good, it's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. And yet, so I think there can be like, here's the, here's the yin and the yang of it or the dark and the light of it on the dark okay. side of it. There's um, I believe, as you said, similarly, I like to say that the brighter, the light, the bigger, the bugs Yeah, and, <laughs> and you're a bright, bright, bright light. So it, and, and there's, and even Debbie Ford wrote a book about the dark side of light chasers. It's like people that dedicate themselves to the light. It's kind of, it's like, you can almost schedule it. You're gonna come face to face with some funky thing. It's yeah. gonna happen. Whether it's, whether it's your own or somebody else's, it's because in some way you have the wherewithal to handle it because of your light. So of course it would be you. Of course, it's just a matter of, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So it's it's good that you had that experience. So now you can talk about it. And then there's some tools, there's some, there's some skills that we can incorporate. Should it ever happen again? And if anybody's watching or listening, here's mm-hmm. what you can do what? is be prepared with, like I always say, connect with a dream ally, even before you go to sleep, even on a regular night when nothing's going on, you're not traveling, it's just regular have some kind of a, a dream guide that is your go-to. It could be a spirit animal. It could be Archangel Michael. It could be your grandma that was fierce. It could be some being fictitious. Protection. Real protection. As protection. And you, mm-hmm. and you connect with them before you go to sleep. And it's like, I trust that you have my back, that you will show up if I need you and be with me just in case. And as you strengthen that relationship with that guide, you'll feel more confident. And in some ways you might even see them show up in that situation. You Mm. might see some glimmer of them around the outside. So you know that 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 being that you bring in is so much more powerful than any little bugaboo that could be jumping in. Now on the opposite end of things, and this is also a phenomenon, the thing that we, and this is this is not my own, this is a Carl Jung belief, and this also goes back to the Sonoy, and I want to be mindful of our time. Do we have a minute left? You're or? fine. You're fine. We're good. We've got like three minutes. Yeah. Okay. So there's there's a belief of of many different dream tribes, the Sonoy, for one, they're, they're out of the highlands of Malaysia. Their belief is that even the scariest creatures that appear to us in dreams, what even in this kind of a dream, they come bearing gifts, although strangely wrapped. And if we approach them, even after the dream is over, even from a waking state, from the perspective of what gift are you trying to give me? I know, even if it seems like, no, this person doesn't have a gift, they're trying to kill me, or they're trying to take something from me. Or yeah, I mean, this guy me. was in my face. I mean, literally in my face. Correct. And I'm like, and, and it, it was could, the scariest thing I've ever experienced. So in my I life. know someone that had a dream that was very similar to this. And once in exploring it, just from the perspective of, could there be a gift here? Just let's be open to that possibility. Mm-hmm. As she drilled in, she remembered, and there was an uncle of hers that had died when she was just a little girl that she didn't really know, but apparently there was a connection that she had with him and he he became an ally of hers and i get covered in chills at the thought of this and just because he's ugly just because he's got metal teeth it could have been my relative it could be a relative that's saying honey i'm on your side i've got your back i'll bite him i can i can chew him up 
That's so you don't so have to. Funny. I mean, you can turn them into an ally, even if they don't I start off it. apparently as an ally. They can become an ally. Right. The Sonoy would believe that they the dream ain't over until you've made an ally out of that being, even if they didn't think that they wanted to be initially. I love that. That is a wonderful way of looking at this. Listen, before we get out of here today, I want to talk a couple things, um, and I'm going to go a little over, so that's okay. Um, you, along with your husband, Dana, co-founded the Dream Project and Chime In Youth Empowerment Initiative that backs the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. Talk a little bit about this and your website and all of that before we get out of here today, how people can contact yeah. you. So I created a curriculum. It kind of came through a waking dream. I was I was at the UN um, for a conference I was invited to, and it's, wow, it's an empowerment program. I, I'm not hands-on involved. I wrote a curriculum that kind of channeled through me, and I've handed it over to curriculum experts, and there's hundreds of thousands of school kids, mostly in the LA area, that have gone through the program. But mostly, and if anybody is interested in this, if they want to work with kids mm -hmm. in schools, I, yeah. have, um, I have a curriculum that is that. It bring it's it engages kids with their dreaming minds to think of solutions about the world, and nice. then once they do that, it's a kind of like if you can imagine how you might heal the world, it becomes slightly easier to imagine how you might apply that to your own life, as opposed to thinking, well, I want to heal myself first, and then I'll heal the world. No, when you get when you open your mind that big, all of a sudden your problems become smaller and more manageable. So that's kind of the that's the focal point. And we the hero's journey in the program and it's it's really an empowerment program that has very real world effects and has created activists out of hundreds of thousands of of kids and i'm very that's fabulous proud of it. Yeah, yeah that's fabulous well i wanted to bring chime that up org. chime in.com and chime in.org is the latest okay. website for that and your website is kellysullivanwalden.com. And so yes. if people have questions about their dreams, can they contact you through your website? Yep. I do private sessions. And I also have a um, the first Wednesday of every month is Wild Woman Wednesdays. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. <laughs> 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific time, I have an open dream group. People can drop in if Whoa. they want to work with me. They can also call me on my radio show that's on Wednesdays as well, Wednesday mornings, 10 to 11, okay. on Unity Online Radio. And I'm happy to work with people. Also, I have a free dream meditation that people can download from my webpage from kellysullivanwalden.com. It's got a luminous humanness meditation that helps you to sleep and dream better and remember your dreams upon awakening. That's wonderful. When you come back, I want to talk, we'll talk about your luminous humanness book. What do you think? That would be yeah, great. we'll do that. that would be a blast. I would love All right. that. We got to get so out of much. here for today. Thank you for coming. You're just a doll. And we're so excited to learn about our dreams. And we'll have her back, you guys, and we'll learn more stuff. All right, you guys, this Thank is you, Nancy. You're out. You're welcome. This is Nancy. You're out. This is High Road to Humanity. And we will see you next time. Have good dreams. Take care. Bye. Keep the motion. Can achieve your goal. Let's hit the high road. Hey, you guys, join me next week on The High Road for more stories filled with wisdom, love, and hope for our future. Have a fabulous week and know that by staying on The High Road, you will make it to your destination. Visit my website, nancyyearout.com, where you can book a private session to learn how to tap into your own abilities. And check out my YouTube channel. It's Nancy Yearout's High Road to Humanity. You can achieve your goal.